Good morning, everyone, and welcome to morning worship for the fourth Sunday in Lent. And as always, a special welcome to our family and friends joining us from across the country and around the world. Along with our minister today, we'll hear the voices of Esan and Anis, Stuart and Pirio, Bethany and Holly. And our musicians today are Paul, Yang Yang and Holly and George. In a minute or two, Esther and David and their family will be lighting our candle and we're all invited to light a candle at the same time if we'd like to do that. Then just a wee reminder to the trustees that there will be a short trustees meeting immediately after this service. So when the breakout rooms close, if you just go back into the big meeting and wait there, please, until everyone else has left. Then um, look out for an old church email from me this afternoon. It's really from Lena, who would like to know how many of us might be interested in having a closed Facebook group where we could share news or requests for prayer, or maybe just continue talking about the theme of Sunday morning services. Um, this would not be anything formal. It would be very informal, just another way, yet another way to keep in touch with each other. Now, I think most of us know the church already has a Facebook page, but this is a public page, so it's outward looking. Whereas what Lena's suggesting would be a closed group so that if we posted anything on that group, only other people within the church would see what we were writing. It would be completely private among ourselves. So look out for that email and then please let Lena know uh, how you would feel about that prospect. She's keen to hear from you. Then at 7pm this evening, the Reverend Liz Johnson-Blythe will lead our evening service. And this, of course, will be the fourth in our Lent study series, inspired by the Elton John biopic, Rocket Man. And again, if you haven't been to any of these studies before, but would like to come tonight, it would be useful just to read the introduction to the series that I attached to yesterday's email. Then just one item of family news. Um, Lizzie asks for our prayers for her mum, who is due to start her treatment next week. And of course, we'll be remembering you and Petri too, Lizzie, uh, this coming week. Next Sunday at 11am, Katrina will lead morning worship. And at 7pm, Brian will lead our evening service, which will be the fifth Rocketman Lent study. So now it's over to Esther and David and their family to light our candle. As we gather for worship, let us join together to become the body of Christ.
And so let's come to that God who is our shepherd in prayer. Let's pray together. We come to you, the God of all consolation. We come just as we are. Some of us are weary or burdened. Some of us are busy or distracted. Some of us are anxious or overwhelmed. We come to you, the good shepherd, who leads us through darkness and danger into rest and refreshment. We come to you, the God of all consolation. We come, just as we are, to the one who is gentle and loving, who is compassionate and kind, who is faithful and just. We come to you, the good shepherd, who eases the burdens of sorrow and regret, who heals and renews your beloved ones. We come to you, the God of all consolation. We come just as we are, to listen for your voice, to bring you our prayers, to seek comfort for our souls. We come to worship you, the good shepherd, who we meet in Jesus the Christ. Amen. Ey pedara ma ke dar asmani, naam to muqaddas bad. Malakut to biayad. Irade to chana ke dar asman ast, bar zamin nis karde shavad. Naan kafaf ma ra nuz be ma bede, va gunahan ma ra bebash. Chanan ke ma niz, anan ke bar ma gunah karde daami bashim. و ما را در آزمایش میآور بلکه از شریر رهایده زیرا ملکوت قدرت و جلال از آن توست آمین Amen. Mm-hmm.
Our first Bible reading is from the book of Psalms, Psalm 34, verses 11 to 20, and I'll read it in Finnish. Nuoret leijonat kärsivät puutetta ja näkevät nälkää, mutta Herraa etsiväisiltä ei mitään hyvää puutu. Tulkaa lapset, kuulkaa minua, Herran pelkoon minä teidät opetan. Kuka oletkin, joka elää tahdot ja rakastat elämän päiviä? Nauttiaksesi onnea. Varjele kielesi pahasta ja huulet vilppiä puhumasta. Vältä pahaa ja tee hyvää. Etsi rauhaa ja pyri siihen. Herran silmät tarkkaavat vanhurskaita ja hänen korvansa heidän huutoansa. Herran kasvot ovat pahan tekijöitä vastaan, hävittääksensä maasta heidät, heidän muistonsa. Vanhuskaat huutavat ja Herra kuulee ja vapahtaa heidät kaikista heidän ahdistuksistansa. Lähellä on Herra niitä, joilla on särjetty sydän ja hän pelastaa ne, joilla on murtunut mieli. Monta on vanhuskaalla kärsimystä. Mutta Herra vapahtaa heidät niistä kaikista. Our second reading is taken from 2 Corinthians chapter 1, reading from verse 3. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our troubles so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves receive from God. For just as we share abundantly in the sufferings of Christ, so also our comfort abounds through Christ. If we are distressed, it is for your comfort and salvation. If we are comforted, it is for your comfort, which produces in you patient endurance of the same sufferings we suffer. And our hope for you is firm, because we know that just as you share in our sufferings, so also you share in our comfort. Our last reading is from chapter 3, verses 12 to 17. God has chosen you and made you his holy people. He loves you, so your new life should be like this. Show mercy to others. Be kind, humble, gentle and patient. Don't be angry with each other, but forgive each other. If you feel someone has wronged you, forgive them. Forgive others because the Lord forgave you. Together with these things, the most important part of your new life is to love each other. Love is what holds everything together in perfect unity. Let the peace that Christ gives control your thinking. It is for peace that you were chosen to be together in one body. And always be thankful. Let the teachings of Christ live inside you richly. Use all wisdom to teach and counsel each other. Sing palms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts to God. Everything you say and everything you do should be done for Jesus, your Lord. And in all you do, give thanks to God the Father through Jesus. Amen.
So here we are on the fourth Sunday in Lent, the Sunday that is sometimes known as Refreshment Sunday, the Sunday that's meant to be a bit lighter in feel. But somehow, despite the fact that all the lectionary readings for the day, are, which we've heard some of, are really lovely, that sort of lightness and loveliness doesn't quite cut it for me today. And I suspect maybe doesn't cut it for other people either. It's been a year and it has certainly been a week. And yet we still believe that we have a God of comfort and consolation who loves us and is there for us. On the 11th of March 2020, the World Health Organization declared there to be a pandemic. And it was the first time in its history it had made such a declaration about a coronavirus. We kind of knew things were going to change then, but probably had no idea how much. And just a few days later, on the 15th of March, we met for worship, those of us who are based in Glasgow, at the Hilton Hotel, following the rules as they then were. So we had spread ourselves out. We didn't have service sheets. We dropped our offerings into an open bag as we walked in. And as I remember, we had wrapped chocolate biscuits at the end because that was deemed safer than a normal pick-a-mix that we would have had. We kind of knew then, though, that that was probably the last time we would meet for a while. And in that week leading up to the announcement of the UK-wide lockdown, which came on the evening of the 23rd of March, we, along with everybody else, every other faith community, every other school, hospital, organisation, whatever it is, in these islands, began to prepare ourselves for what was becoming inevitable. On the 18th of March, we had our first Zoom managers trustees meeting. And I'll tell you how new that was. In the afternoon, Holly had shown Anne how Zoom worked. And a group of minister friends of mine had gone to our first ever Zoom led by another minister. So that evening, I'm not going to say it was the blind leading the blind, but it was certainly the new sharing with the new and very grateful for people like Holly who'd been using it a while longer. Of course, since the 22nd of March, everything about our church life has been online. Every service, every meeting, every coffee club, every Bible study, every evening reflection. And none of us thought it would be this long, but it is. Well, that's the kind of the bare facts, and that's fine, but there's so much more to this year than those bare facts. I'm conscious I'm a bit odd. I am one of these people that remembers dates and times and places, and, and I'm very grateful for at least two other people in our congregation who are similarly wired, who are probably nodding quietly and remembering the things that I've forgotten. But it's not everybody's way, of course it's not, and, and if those dates don't click for you, that's utterly fine. But it seemed to me important when I was setting up the service for today to honour and reflect on that last year. But I did that before this week happened. And there has been so much more in this week to challenge us and shake us up. A few things have struck me, other things will have struck you, but if I can just briefly mention a couple that struck me, uh, this week was the 25th anniversary of the Dunblane massacre. Little five-year-old children who went to school and never came home. For me, and because of the proximity to Mothering Sunday, that also triggers memories of another massacre in 1993 in Warrington, where I lived at that time when two young boys went shopping for Mother's Day cards and didn't come home. And of course, how can we forget Sarah Everard, who was just trying to walk home and didn't get there? 
So there is so much that I could talk about. I could talk for hours and hours, and I can't give you a nice answer to any of it. There was a, a 1980s worship song that always annoyed me when I sang it in the 80s, and it just means well and gets it wrong. And it has this line, in God's presence, our problems disappear. No, they don't. They really don't. Actually, God comes alongside us in every part of life and shares that with us, shares the pain and the sorrow. So I'm not going to preach at you today and I'm not going to try and come up with some nice words. Rather, I'm going to try and offer some space for us to each reflect privately in our own hearts on some of the things that this last year has brought for us. And there will be some prompts and there will be quite a lot of silence, not even a bit of music in the background. So it may be that you prefer to turn off your cameras just to give yourself a bit more privacy. That's totally fine. It may well be that you like to close your eyes um, when we get into meditation, because then you'll be less distracted. But then again, if you're somebody who, who finds you concentrate better by knitting or scribbling or whatever, then that's fine too. But what I'm going to suggest is we just take a moment to try and get comfy. If you're anything like me, as soon as somebody tells you to sit still, you get the wriggles. So if you need a wriggle, have a wriggle. But just get yourself comfy where you are. And then just take a few deep breaths. And in your imagination, I'd like to invite you to go to a place for you that feels safe. A place where you can be truly yourself where you don't have to worry or wonder what somebody else might say or think. And a place where you're not going to be distracted by the rest of the world. But again, if you do feel distracted, that's okay. You can't get this wrong. You only get it the way that is for you. So if your mind wanders, just pause and gently bring yourself back. And now notice that Jesus has come alongside you and is sitting with you at a distance and in a way that is completely safe and comfortable for you. He's not too close and he's not too far away. And he greets you by your name. Not necessarily the name it says on your birth certificate or your driving license. Not necessarily the name that other people call you. But the name that you call yourself. Take a moment or two to notice how you feel. Physically, emotionally. Jesus looks at you and he speaks. Please tell me how this past year has been for you, how it's really been. Not the polite version you tell your minister or your church friends or your neighbours or maybe even your family. But the deep, unspoken, maybe otherwise unspeakable truth. He says, I know 
that there have been difficult times. Would you like to tell me about some moments when perhaps you felt angry, frustrated, disappointed, or let down? He says, is there anything you'd like to share with me about the times that you felt isolated, lonely, unloved, unlovable? He says, perhaps you have felt or feel unsettled or unhappy. Would you like to tell me about that? And he listens so carefully. And he looks at you and he says, do you remember what the psalmist says? The Lord is close to those who have suffered disappointment. The Lord saves those who are discouraged. He looks at you with those deep eyes that pierce your own soul. Sometimes, he says, we can be burdened with our own regrets. I wonder, do you have regrets over this past year? Have there been times when you felt that you let down, disappointed, annoyed or upset other people? Is there something you just wish you could go back and change? But of course, you know that you can't. He looks at you kindly and says, do you remember what the apostle says? Don't be angry with each other, but forgive each other. If you feel someone's wronged you, forgive them. Forgive others because the Lord forgave you. He says, all these feelings you have felt, so have I. These different kinds of experiences I have experienced too. I'm with you. And I am for you, the God of all consolation will never abandon you. Do you remember that the apostle also says this? God comforts us every time we have trouble so that when others have trouble, we can comfort them with the same comfort that God gives us. Thank you. Thank you for having the courage to share with me these deep and painful memories. I wonder though, as you look back over this year, what have been the precious and life-giving moments. He says, can you tell me about something that made you smile, that brought you joy? Maybe it was beautiful. Maybe it was funny. Maybe it was something else. Maybe it lasted and maybe it was fleeting.
he says, was there something that encouraged you, that gave you new energy or refreshed you? Maybe, maybe there's one person for whom you are especially grateful or one memory that is especially significant. He says, I wonder what have been the unexpected blessings, the kindnesses, the consolations that have sustained you in this year. Jesus says, do you remember what the psalmist wrote? Do you want to enjoy life? Do you want to have many happy days? Look for peace and do all you can to help people live peacefully. And Jesus says, these feelings too I have felt. These kinds of experiences I too have experienced. I am with you and I am for you. The God of all consolation is with you always. Gently, slowly, return to the present moment and this place, assured that Jesus comes back with you and remains alongside you. If you're comfortable to do so, I invite you to open your eyes and if you would like to, and again, if it's comfortable and safe for you to turn on your video. And then just take a moment to scan across the boxes on the screen. To see the faces of your siblings in Christ. These are the people who have travelled this strange journey with you, with us. We have travelled it in some senses together. And each of us has our own unique experiences within that. And all of that is held in the love of God. The Apostle writes these words. The most important part of your new life is to love each other. Love is what holds everything together in perfect unity. Let the peace of Christ control your thinking. It is for peace that you were chosen to be together in one body. So always be thankful. And of course, Jesus is with us. He's with us always to the very end of the age. And to us, he continually says, everything you feel, I feel. Every kind of experience you have, I have and do experience with you. He says, you will be together when the danger is over. But in the meantime, hold on to this. I am with you and I am for you. 
for the God of consolation is with you always. Amen. We will meet when the danger is over. We will meet when the sad days are done. We will meet sitting closely together and be glad our tomorrow has come. We will join to give thanks and sing gladly. We will join to break bread and share wine. And the peace that we pass to each other will be more than a casual sign. So let's make with each other a promise that when all we've come through is behind we will share what we missed and find meaning in the things that once troubled our mind Until then may we always Faith and love to determine our way That's our hope and God's will and our calling For our lives and for every new day Our prayers for others this morning take two parts. Um, we'll start by praying together and then we'll move into a time of reflection where um, I've gathered together some images um, from during lockdown and the COVID-19 pandemic. Um, I'm aware that these images are somewhat personal to, to me and to my own individual circumstances and this year has been so different for each of us but I hope you'll enjoy seeing my granny um, celebrating her birthday on zoom and um some of uh, some of our experiences and that that will be helpful for you to reflect on your own experiences over this last year let us pray this is a week of many difficult anniversaries and sadly of new and ongoing tragedies This week, we mark the anniversary of the killing of Brianna Taylor, the anniversary of the first death in Scotland from COVID-19, the 25th anniversary of the Dunblane massacre, but also a week when we learnt of the horrifying circumstances of the death of Sarah Everard. School should be safe. Walking home should be safe. Sleeping in your own bed should be safe. Remembering all these things, we join with churches across Scotland in this prayer to commemorate the 25th anniversary of the Dunblane tragedy. We remember and we pray. We remember all those who will forever remain as children in our hearts. We remember a teacher whose greatest instinct was to protect those entrusted to her care. We remember the parents, the siblings, the grandparents, the friends who will always mourn. We remember all who bear scars to this very day. As the fragile snowdrop breaks through the cold winter earth 
and somehow it endures all of the elements that buffet it. We give thanks for the resilience of many and for the determination arising out of tragedy that this country should be a safer place than it used to be. We pray for children throughout the world who are denied adequate food or clean water or the education or opportunity through which their gifts can develop. We pray for all children whose innocence is abused and whose spirits wither through lack of encouragement. We pray for all parents whose hearts are breaking. Christ the healer, we pray for all whose spirits are broken, whose bodies are weak or threatened by disease, whose minds are tormented. Bring healing, bring peace. We pray for those who govern, that they may always strive for justice for all and for a fairer, safer world. We pray for your church, that with courage, humility, imagination and faithfulness, we may follow and demonstrate the way of Christ. And we remember all whom we love and have lost, whether they were young or old. Within the communion of saints, in all its variety, may they, even when out of sight, continue to inspire us as they behold your face, God of heaven and earth. All our prayers and those too deep for any words, we bring through Christ our Lord. In our own Hillhead prayer diary this week, we remember Jeff and Carol, Karis, Fiona and Donnie, Barbara and Ken, Edith F, Essan and Annis, Paul F and Lily. In our Baptist Union, we remember Cliff Jackson, the regional chaplain of the Methodist Housing Association and Cathcart Baptist Church and Castle Milk Community Church. Both churches ask that we particularly remember in prayer those in their congregations who have been bereaved during lockdown. In the BMS prayer diary, we pray for the work of BMS and their partners in Mozambique, Uganda, Afghanistan, Chad and Guinea. We recognise that the pandemic has highlighted and increased inequalities across the world. We pray especially for those working in healthcare, especially BMS partners in these regions, and for access to vaccines. As we bring this last year to God in prayer, I was listening to the intercessions from um, a year ago. And a year ago, I asked that we look back over the last week and spend some time in reflection. And today I ask the same thing, that we look back over this last year and spend some time in reflection. Um, I'm going to pop some images up on the screen that I hope are helpful and also that I hope work because we had some difficulties earlier on.
at the end of our service a year ago, well, a year ago next Sunday, we used these closing responses and then Holly and George blessed us in a beautiful sun blessing. And it seemed good to repeat both of those today. From where we are to where you need us, Jesus, now lead on. From the security of what we know to the adventure of what you will reveal, Jesus, now lead on. From the uncertainty of what we face to the fullness of God's promises, Jesus, now lead on. To refashion the world until it resembles the shape of your kingdom, Jesus, now lead on. Because good things have been prepared by the God of love, Jesus, now lead on. May the road rise to meet you. May the wind be always at your back. May the sun shine upon your face. May the rain fall softly on your face. Until we meet again, may God hold you. In the palm of his hand, may the road rise to meet you. May the wind be always at your back. May the sun shine upon your face. May the rain fall softly on your fields until we meet again. May God hold you in the palm of his hand.